There was Audible. And there was I did an Audible ad. Let's do another one. Fuck it. Sure. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What about Audible? That's the question a lot of us are asking. Hey, do you read but can't read? Right. Do you love literature but you, but you don't illiterate? know what it means? <laughs> you love stories but you don't know how to how they get transmitted from person to person without directly via someone like yeah. a, someone around a campfire? Are you a huge fan of Foucault but don't know what those little squiggly lines mean when you open up one of his books? Well, you are a prime candidate for audible.com. It's audiobooks. You don't have to read anymore. Do you get it? It's like it's like uh, it's like getting a sponge bath from a nurse. You don't got to do shit. You just sit back and let that shit happen to you, dog. That's right. It's like you need to take a long road trip and get your sponge bath at the same time. Boom. The nurse comes to you. Guys, but go to audiblepodcast.com slash the champs. You're going to get yourself a free audiobook download. Uh, Moshe, what have you been fucking with? What have I been fucking with uh, words-wise? I recently read the uh, the... Ender's Game, the upcoming movie, Ender's Game. and I, I bet that's it. on tape. I enjoyed it greatly. It's a lot of fun. Some sci-fi shit? It's on some sci-fi shit. Right. But and it's that, high school? It's uh, young it's sci-fi? Kids. It's young sci-fi. It, and it's kids. And young the guy, sci-fi was my rap name. Go the ahead. guy is homophobic, the author, but don't let that stop you. Who? I mean, write. so was J.D. So uh, Salinger. I don't know the perfect yeah, no. So was I'm just um, saying he was. Tom, but somebody Tom, must have been. Ernest Ed Maupin was a huge homophobe. Uh, who? Look at that. Look at this motherfucker. He's a gay. Anyway, oh, listen. Huh, go huh, to huh. audiblepodcast.com forward slash the champs. Get yourself a book. Neil, you got a recommendation? Uh, I recommended this last time, but I'll re recommend it. This guy, Carl Price. No, Carl Hart wrote a book called. That's Kevin's um, dad, yeah? Well. Um, he wrote a book called High Price, which is he is a black neuroscientist. Guys, I don't just walk the walk. I talk the talk. I read. <laughs> not only do I interview many blacks, I strictly watch. I strictly read black books. Sure. Um, the, this guy, he's a black neuroscientist, and he wrote a book about uh, drug addiction. He was basically from the 80s, from Miami. And he's basically saying that crime was worse before, before crack. The murder rate was higher in 1980 than it was in 1986. So he's saying all the shit that the war on drugs attributed to crack was existing in black neighborhoods before that. Listen, are you getting bored right now listening to that? No, That's Roy is scintillated. It's because it's not the author reading the book. So That's just worth real... reading. He was also in The House I Live In. So Go just to... whatever. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash the champs, champs and, and you get pick out your own book. You don't top me, motherfucker. And then, and then you don't like what I read? <laughs> read some other shit. Yeah, and come back. Get at us after you've educated yourselves. Cause I know, up. hey, are you fast-forwarding through this, you motherfucker? You better not be. Here comes some more dates. Here's some dates sucker. with some more excitement. Uh, yeah, what do you got? I hey, got, it's uh, Moshe Kasher. Yeah, go. I'm going to be on uh, Pete Holmes' new show on November the 5th, so you should tune I'm in. It's be on, on TBS. I'm one of those days, too. Well, we're not Sorry. there yet, Neil. Yeah, check out Neil and me on Pete Holmes' new show on TBS at midnight. It's not at midnight, but it comes on at midnight. No, it's not at midnight. It is not, but it comes on right after Conan. And then also, I'm going to be on November the 1st, if this episode's out by then. I will be in Nashville, Tennessee at the High Watt. And then I, on the 10th of November, as a part of the New York Comedy Festival, I will be at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater East, UCB East, doing a headlining show. And then the following weekend, Natasha Legero and I are co-headlining over at Caroline's Comedy Club. And if you want to look this forward in the future, 
If you're interested in New Year's Eve plans, I'll be at the Knob Hill Masonic Auditorium with Natasha and Doug Benson and Rory Scoville and Brendan Walsh and a bunch of other fun people. So fuck with me, MojoCasher.com. Uh, this is Neil Brennan. Everybody knows I'm going to be in Portland November 14th, 15th, and 16th. You've been good to him in the past. You've been good to me in the past. Fuck with me in the future. Uh, I got um, – what else am I doing? I'm going to be on At Midnight and Pete Holmes show in the next couple of weeks. I can't – I don't know. They're not on my calendar. But just, I know. just for the sake of one-upsmanship, I will be on At Midnight. It's just tomorrow. That's why I didn't mention it. But I can't have uh, Neil not know that I'm going to be on the show as well. So People think that we legitimately don't like each other, by the way. Oh, we, right. And we don't legitimately not like each other. We like each other. Yeah. yeah. We're just both ball busters. Roy. Oh, you got some turn? dates? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking. Oh, you know my friend Sulks over no, you, here. You don't know our, ahead, our, Sulks. Um, our patented 15-minute intro that I'll no one listens to? I'll see your At Midnight appearance. I'm the new host of At Midnight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, what? They fired Chris Hardwick? And they went with you? Yeah. Wow, that is a... Some of my there was something racial in there. <laughs> 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 nah, for real. Um, my new comedy album, uh, Things I Think I Think... Um, Comes out November twelfth, so if you're before then, pre-order. If it's out after then, go download that shit, son. The only d- date I'm plugging is New New York City, Gotham, New Year's Eve. I got other shit, but just go to my website. Hey, um, like this big. is also Neil again. I thought no, let's talk about this on the show. Okay, we're going to talk about. We got some exciting news coming up on this next episode of the Champs, and we'll talk about your album on the right. Roy Wood. Everybody, here he comes. All right, here we go. G mix. Now you're fucking with the champs. Well, hello everyone. You're back fucking with the champs. Love and that song. At this point, we've stopped even apologizing for our infrequent uploads. We're doing our best, guys. What happened this week? I don't know, man. Uh, you were away. Oh, you know what happened this week was Cedric, the entertainer, was going to come on the show, mm-hmm. and he was. I I been emailing. I was so excited to have him, and not that I'm not excited to have no, him. No, no, I'm no. just saying. I'm a repeat guest. You don't give a fuck guest. about me. Yeah. I understand. But Cedric was going to come on. Uh, I have a funny story of how I met him. I'll save it for if he ever does come on. And he was saying, yep, I'm there. I'll be there. And I said, it's at the Laugh Factory offices, which is where we sometimes record. And then he texted me a half an hour late saying, hey, where is this? And I said, uh, it's at the Laugh Factory, Sunset and Laurel. And he said, shit, dog, I'm in New York. <laughs> it's like, like, what? What? <laughs> what did you think? And then, But my favorite part was that he was already late. Three hours in the future. He had already become late. So that's what happened. I'll give you uh, one comic paid a high compliment to this podcast in New York. This chick, uh, Janelle James. She said she likes the champs because you all just put out episodes whenever. Like, there's people that actually like that. Yeah, like it's yeah, not yeah. seen like the podcasting world is set up to believe that if you do not put you, this out every, every Tuesday, day, bro, you will, motherfuckers will snipe you in the that's DC. Me, that's me uh, being condescending to people that are actually on time. I'm like, yeah, every Tuesday, bro. I'm a nerd. Meanwhile, I wish we put everyone. There. I wish there were. But I'm also straight up, we're running out of black people. That is true. We are gonna running have out to... of black people. Running out of black people who. Fuck with it. Like, well, no, we're running out of. I mean, I mean, we're not running out of black people, people in the world today. Want to fuck with that won't fuck with. You all should do an episode 
of like black people who don't fuck with you and just get impersonators of people who do the voices. Just get just get between Dean Edwards or yeah, do a Bill Cosby. Little Rail. Yeah, just get people to just do that character. Oh, we I think have that Dean, would be he a, is somebody that I like. Dean, Dean Edwards. Edwards. We should have great. on this. Look, yes. listen, guys. If you're listening, if but you're there, out there, but having to, there's not a. We've done like 65 episodes. I like, know, and if you, I don't want this, there's podcast only like to come 70 black people in America. That's I know right. Terrell Owens now. Well enough true? to ask him. Yeah, I do his podcast every now and then. He has a podcast now. Where does he live? He's out here. Oh shit! He's if out you here may stay in fit, trying to play football. And shit. You may hear Neil's uh, mouth full of food, and on a normal night, it would be typical Neil Brennan rudeness. Mm-hmm. But tonight, it's something more than that. It's something special. Neil, you have a big announcement to make. Yeah, I do, guys. <laughs> I love. Oh, uh, I uh, there's. If you live in LA, I I. This is going to really hurt our donations, by the way, Moshe. Why? The idea that we get donations on here. Who's ever donated to us? Nobody, but you're always like, we should set up a donation thing. It's like, no one's donating money to me. What about me, though? Speaking I don't of have money. He's like, fuck you, Neil. No, you don't have money, but I have money. And, and guys, I have so much money, I invested in a vegan restaurant. Neil That's is how much now money a restaurant. Real talk. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. I invested in a vegan restaurant. It's on um, Washington and... Sepulveda, and it is called Sage Vegan Bistro. There's one in, like, Los Feliz. It's not that one. It's in Culver City. Oh, completely unrelated. Yeah. No, it's the same people. Okay. They opened a second one. Well, I'm an investor. Woody Harrelson is an investor. All the hot vegans have invested. Woody Harrelson, Jason Mraz, apparently. Fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Any black Uh, vegans fuck with it? Yeah, a lot in fact, of Owen, Owen Smith went has been there twice, and I have, he's only known about Owen for Smith's a week. Owen Smith's a vegan? Yeah, he's yeah because that's the only way he can lose weight. Dude, um, I have been noticing a trend of black vegans. It's well, it's, a real it goes thing. to the weed Jamaican juice. The Ital, that Ital. What is that? Ital is the name of the Jamaican uh, dietary code system, which is you would think it would just be smoke a blunt, eat some Cheetos. It is not negative. They are all about vegan food. Ital is vital, vital, the Got vital it. foods. And it's a whole vegan shit that is down there. Take care of your body. Treat your body. Body's a temple. Right. All of that stuff. All that. Except for your lungs. Everything well, but your lungs. Well, congratulations, I'm man. I'm here waiting for you. Yeah. Come fuck with Sage. What does it feel like to Sage be vegan a restaurant investor? It is so nerve-wracking, guys. Are you serious? No, I'm just fucking around. You don't care. No, it's funny you to do go any, to the restaurant. Like, how does this come about? Do you do any research like some, on some shark Here's tank? How it is. What All are right. your figures? I'll explain it to you. I used to go. I was dating my ex who broke up with me a bunch of times. When she lived in North Hollywood, there was a place on Ventura Boulevard uh, called Kind Cream. It was when I first became a vegan, and it was vegan ice cream. And I was like, fucking vegan? I didn't even know they had that. So I went in there. And the two girls that ran it were cute, and I would talk to them, whatever. We got along. Then one night, about a year ago, I was in uh, Los Feliz, wanted some food, looked up, and went to this sage place, and they had opened this sage place. Um, and then I was talking to them, and they're like, we're opening a new one. I was like, and the sage, the one in Los Feliz is packed. And I was like, oh, I'll invest in this. And I would also just made a bunch of money doing something. Uh, so I was like, yeah, what do I care? So, so I invested. just gave a suitcase of money to some vegans starting. Trust, we will handle it tomorrow. Man, man, where'd you put the money, man? Uh, I feel like vegan is low on my, here's some of my money list. You know <laughs> this is going to explode. Here's what, like about the girls. here's what I like about the girls. They're, one of them's a workaholic. And I don't even get free food. That's how, like, this tells you that they're good business people. I get half off 
which is like you ball, you fucking, your you motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, I gotta have that off. shit, dude. Yeah. I'd so eat whenever I want, I'd walk I'd back there. I fucking eat whatever I yeah. My so, old owner at Subway didn't give a fuck. He came through, eight right. foot longs. Did you ever meet a vegan in Alabama? Think I'm thinking it. long. I, I'm literally no. I don't think so. I'll say this about vegans: y'all are nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, like, I never meet vegan assholes. Like, no, you know they're well, well. We tend to be maybe smug. You're a little condescending nice at a house but, party if there's nothing for you. But other right. than that, you're cool. Yeah, we're like we're not inherent diggers. All right. Anyway, so that's so go to Sage Vegan Bistro. It's in Culver City, Washington, and uh, Sepulveda. It's fucking delicious. They have pizza. They have ice cream. It's like really good. I give you, I, you know, some of the vegan stuff, like I used to date a chick that would eat all that fake tofu, boca meat, and yep. drown it in enough marinara. You could sneak it past me with some rice cheese. Yeah. Like, some of that, some of it I'm cool with. Like, all of it, I'm. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, you can eat sugar. That's what you want. Like, eat, these are gluten free pretzels that I brought, guys. Uh, and this is all this honey mustard is fucking delicious. That's honey mustard. I thought that was like some runny vegan cheese. No man, it's honey mustard. Some runny honey. I will tell you, it tastes pretty good. It's really good. It should yeah. smell like cinnabon, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go. You know what? You know, you know what, yeah. young blood? Go ahead and fuck with that, dude. I'm from the south, man. You all right, so Roy, people know that I'm Roy would. Last time you were here, you were talking about a girl, uh, and. You were talking shit about girls, and then maybe she caught you oh, talking shit right. about girls. I remember that. No, she didn't catch me. The chick I was cheating on her with. <laughs> okay, Wait, what's that let's now? Let's unpack this story. You were being, at no, the time is, of your last recording, you were being unfaithful to the person that you were dating? Is no, I true? was trying to get her back. Oh, and she heard your tales of glory on this podcast and said, go fuck yourself? No, no, no. In pondering trying to get her back. I start reflecting on all the chicks I was dealing with that I didn't really care about. I spoke ill of those women, and some of them heard that. <laughs> which got me in a world of shit with those women, some of whom still don't speak to me to this day. Wait, so you have champs I've fans. seen them in public. Hey, listen, this is your chance to finally speak to them because they're clearly fans of the Champs podcast. <laughs> they will hear. Well, They'd be listening say. anyway. The yeah. fact that you're here is a total coincidence. So, we have a ton of female fans in Alabama, is my understanding. Uh, oh, yeah. No, they weren't in Alabama. He's mm. all over. I'm a comic, man. Come on, you can't just come on, man. Plant seeds local. Grow up, Neil. Yeah. Uh, yeah so what? Did, so it. you sort of got? Oh yeah, I got like, um, well, fuck you, text. Um, I heard what you said, and it was weird because it wouldn't be. Like, they all listen to the podcast at different times, so one might listen in two days, and then another one will listen a week from now. So you think who? Oh, my woods, good. Nobody right. else heard the shit. But, right. uh, yeah, uh, I was in the car with, uh, and we were listening to the podcast, and was that me you were talking about? And, uh, right. So, you know, it is what it is, man. All those bridges are burned. Some of them I deconstructed, some you have to blow up. But Did you ever get the girl back, though? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. You know what, though? That... That was a situation where, because I cheated so much, you try and go back and rebuild and put everything back together like it was without being an asshole. And ultimately, I was just an asshole again. Like, I didn't cheat, but then you take a look and you just go, fuck this shit. This is too much work. This is. What do you think cheating is? I would rather start from scratch. Cheating is, I guess it's more lying. Lying might be a better phrase to put to it because it just boils down to. 
hey, I'm going to be with you. What do you say you don't put your dick in other women? And I go, cool. And then I go, fuck somebody. It's cheating. That is cheating, yes. No, yes. what's it, lying? Did you put your dick in another girl? No. What? You're saying? I have what, an what open ha- condom packet in your luggage. No. I think I see where your problem is. I like how you say it's slavey, too. A bitch just no, texted no. me and said she fucked you. No. No. no Take your hat It wasn't me. <laughs> Why did you put the open condom packet? Was that a real example? Um, it's something similar. We were on a road trip and a condom fell on my luggage. Whoops. Uh, and you said from the old days, baby. No, baby. I just packed this luggage two days ago, Moshe. That's, that's, that's just not like, going to yeah, work. I so like vintage. I, <laughs> I, I see that as like good news. Uh, that the person <laughs> cheating. I wear condoms. Isn't that awesome? Well, but at least when I cheat on you, bitch, I've yeah, protected man, the person that's being cheated on isn't only concerned with not getting STDs. Eventually, she will be. Yeah, <laughs> if you break her down enough. Yeah, like, well, thank like, you. Just... Give me fifteen minutes. I'll get it. <laughs> now, the problem with that whole experience, though, man, like honestly, it wasn't so much trying to get back with the ex. It was going back to all these chicks I had fucked, and you know, I was one of them cats. You know, what's that old Dr. Dre chronic things? Things niggas say to get the pussy for five hundred. Mm-hmm. So I'd That's say, the best comedy sketch in the history of uh, of rap. Of I rap don't know, rap. man. I don't know. Eddie Griffin, Chronic Two, Chronic Two Thousand One. Didn't you, bitch? Didn't you? Oh, keep a nigga, baby. That Eddie Griffin sketch. I don't know that sketch. Oh, Chronic Two Thousand One. Oh, yeah, check that one out. The kid who's gonna film us is here. Oh, there's a child here to film us. Oh, okay, uh, folks, we're getting filmed live. All right, there we go. Huh. Let it roll. So I, I was in a situation where I'm trying to get back with this new chick, and then I'm trying to like. Sever ties with all these old chicks, but you can't just call a chick up and go, "Yo, I got a girlfriend. I'll talk to you later." It's not that easy. It oh, I call into... that the cull. I yeah. think you can. Uh, yeah, I think I, so. It's, your, you it's a great way. The only out. way you can is if you're still trying to fuck them. No, it, there was the at first there was an element of, yeah. Let me just listen. Just don't call for a while. Let me see if this shit work out. And I'll check back on you. <laughs> you don't give like, no reason. Just like yeah. you just got to give me a just couple weeks here. Like that was the original intent, but as it started, the whole process boiled down to look. We just can't do this anymore. What well, you said because I was telling chicks, you look, we can be together, but not right now. Um, That's a great one, by the way. Oh, I I feel like we could be together. I'm just not in the right place because then you're that way. You don't actually hurt them you just you basically push it into the future oh you don't kick hurt down, them they call, they call that you don't the you don't hurt them until you go be with another chick yes and then you sit on the phone with them for an hour and listen to them cry and call you a son of a bitch so Do you actually get called a son of a bitch dude, dude, that is called, an alabama insult right there fucking, you son of a bitch well i never uh he whore um he whore i like yeah it's sort of donkey ass yeah <laughs> I, I got called all this shit. You got to remember, man, you're trying to be with one chick, but then you're sitting on the phone day after day, and you're just listening to chicks tell you all of the worst things about you. And that shit just starts fucking weighing on you after a while. And you start you recognize right, but what the are they? What's the rap on you? It's basically you're a liar and you ain't shit. And, and I do feel bad because in a, in a way, I wasn't trying to fucking ever make you cry. I just thought we were cool fucking. And maybe I ignored the fact that you were fucking hoping this would roll into something better. Yeah, I don't quite believe you. Maybe I should have protected them from themselves and go, look, I'm never going to fucking be with you. I feel like you're a kind of dude that is romantic pretending with everyone you have a booty call with. 
That's what it seems like from the story. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so I want you to I feel like a content. human. Yeah, yeah. I got if to the point just... before I got to before I relationshiped up where I would literally just be sitting at home, text someone, they would come over, we would have sex, they would leave. It was it got so transactional, I started to feel like something wrong. But I, I Robotic, like, yeah. Yeah. But you'd like take them out Buy him so you say I be caking these hoes. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just call me a cake daddy to my yeah, face. <laughs> well, it's yeah. better than he whore or son of a bitch. <laughs> you're you're son of taking a bitch. these bitches to Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> buying them Where strawberry Moshe lemonade. Them, yeah. Moshe, Moshe can't get them in three texts. He fucking right. throws their number away. As, as, yeah, some of that. Uh, you know who fucking called me out on that first was, um, of all people, Alex Raimundo. Oh, you were fucking Alex Raimundo? I, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was opening for Raimundo in uh, Memphis. This was like 01 at the Looney Bin, and we're sharing the condo. And I'm sitting on the phone. There's some chick in New York that and I'm never going to play New York at this point. It's just some chick I've been in a fucking chat room. and I'm laying all the, all the groundwork for when I get to New York. Yeah, I'm going out to Brooklyn. We're going to fuck. It's going to be great. We sit on the phone for like four hours and we just talk the whole night after the show. As soon as I hang up the phone, Raymundo comes in the room and he just goes, you know what your problem is? You give them too much attention. And he just closed the door. And I never understood. Is he, what the was he in a Native American <laughs> costume? <laughs> he was Mexican. You he know is, what the problem is? How they took You know our that land. the problem is? <laughs> you know what the, you, you give them too much attention. He's right. You can't give them that much attention if you don't want to be with them. And he just closed the door. I'm like, fuck out of here, Mexican. You don't know. To Get out of here. Beat it, Mexican. And now, he did not say Mexican. that to him because he like assaults people, right? No. No, oh, no, not him. Nice I know, I'm being out. racist. Uh, Barcena, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. Willie right. Barcena yeah, yeah, just fights bitches. Apparently, he'll just beat you up like at the drop of a hat. No, no, Alex Armundo is the hick, Hispanic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, he's right though. You can't give him. You have to know when. To, know you have to meant. not return texts every once in a while. Did I ever, know for no reason. Did, did I ever tell you this story? On I've ever told the story on the podcast. There was a girl that I was seeing for like three or four years, and it was so transactional. It was literally I'd be on my way home from the club, um, not the club, not the club, but the comedy, the club. comedy club, and I would text her sup, and she would answer sup. And I would write back, you you down or something like that? And she would say, yes. I would drive to her house, go in. We would have sex. I would hang out for Keep the car running. five, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I would leave. And I expected at some point, like, okay, this is, you know. Yeah, just, when is this going to hit a wall? Yeah, it's not going to go. Like, it went on for three years. She never betrayed one small, the smallest. She was so gangster. The smallest amount of anything, and I just thought maybe I found like the one holy grail of I all booty calls. Perfect whore. I mean, just per- she was she was great. <laughs> I mean, she just don't say the whore because I, I feel it. like you're putting people in a bad position. You're making oh, women Neil. feel. No, no, no. You're gonna make women feel bad who just want to do casual a stuff. A good booty call. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Don't shame these <laughs> these brilliant heroic women. Neil. Yeah. Investing in this vegan restaurant has changed your character. No, no, no I don't. I'm not better. saying that they're not whores. I'm just saying I don't. don't I just. It's like when What's guys go. There's no such guys thing as a whore. Girls, horror ween, and guys are like complaining about it. It's like 
Do you not like it when girls dress sexy, you fucking moron? Shut up. But also, what's Let them dress sexy. You shut up about Moshe's perfect booty call. If she's down with it and you're down with yeah, it, it's nothing I, wrong I with it. I reject the cool. whole idea of horror and so do slut. I. Completely. It's like a woman's... I want to get into this afterwards, but I want to finish the story. She never, never cracked. Never. And then, like, two years into this thing, I remember she was like, I was like, where are the condoms? And she's like, over in this drawer. Did I ever tell the story? I opened up the drawer, and it said, there's condoms on one side, and on the other side, it's like, your guide to converting to Judaism. And I was like, hmm. Mm. Oh. And then I was, but I, I was like, okay, whatever. And I asked her, converting to Judaism? She's like, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I've wanted to do that for a long time. I was like, hmm. And then, like, the next time I went over there, there were clove cigarettes, which is what I smoked at the time. Blacks, which is that my kind of clove. And, miles, and yeah. I was like, hmm. And then the next time there was gummy candy there, which is also my show. I was like, hmm. And then she started showing up to comedy shows and just being, like, oh, are you on the bill? I didn't know you were on the bill. So it, like, started to kind of come apart. And then I started dating someone. I did what you did. And I, call, I, I wrote her, I go, look, I'm seeing somebody now. I don't think this is going to work out. I don't think we should keep seeing each other. And she just went, yeah, okay, cool. I'm dating somebody myself, so no problem. And that was the end. Oh, of, that straight never, stabbed her in the heart. It, maybe, but I never knew. I was expecting her to start crying at some point. Never. That's what's so legendary about this tale. She's here. Come on out. Uh, lady. <laughs> she just beats me up. No, everybody, with it, she's got a she's got a purse. <laughs> Beat you like uh, it's Cheryl Underwood, you guys. <laughs> uh, I had to, well, you had something. You texted me something the other day, which is uh, can we talk about this? <laughs> yes. Roy texted me the other day. On this podcast, uh, Roy texted me the other day, going to see Twelve Years a Slave with a white girl. No, I was Amazing. intending to. You're gonna get laid. No, I you just look at her at the end and just say, "Bitch, you better, you bitch, better give it up." You I said, I, wanna, "I said, should I go see Twelve Years a Slave with a white girl, or should I go see Gravity?" <laughs> Neil seems says, so obvious. You should go see Gravity. I kind of think Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> no, I no, I said no. I said you gotta see. I don't think that's what I said. I think you'll get some 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 pity pussy. Yeah, you, yeah, you say you get that guilt pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was at Twelve Years. It a didn't slave. happen. Though. Twelve, twelve. 12 years some pussy. Go I went ahead. to 12 years a slave and there was a, a I was at the Arclight where people are like extremely serious about movies. I saw Gravity at Arclight. Somebody's baby was crying. Someone screamed, "Shut your fucking baby up, man." As any American should have. Right. Yeah. I was at 12 years a slave. George Clooney. Black couple talking the whole movie. Nobody said shit to them. That's hilarious. They're just like, "You know what? What this, were they saying?" Just talking. Uh, but nobody Everybody like, awesome. like, like, don't, don't, like, don't be doing that. Like, don't go. No, no, just, I don't know. But it was, like, hilarious to me because nobody, it was just, like, no. Do you remember was... anything they said? No, it wasn't. Because like... it's not one of those, like, girl, don't go in there type movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's too long. No. You in space, space bitch. Oh, wait, come at me with that whip, motherfucker. <laughs> well, now, this is an IMAX theater, so I wouldn't want to see slavery in IMAX oh, anyway. Man. That's more of a standard death. Did you uh, see it? Yeah. No, I still haven't seen it yet. I saw no. it. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It seems like one of those movies where your mood changes for like two hours oh. when you walk out the theater and you're Here's mad at people. Salute. Is it like when you saw Rosewood? Did you I ever didn't see, see Rosewood. Rosewood. Come on, man. Come on. How do you know? I Listen, saw Rosewood. Oakland, I mean, man. I might have seen Rosewood, I but know. I didn't. Come on, man. What is it? Rosewood is a John Singleton movie that uh, Ving, Rames, and the mom from Good Times is in. Huh. That's the role. from Good Times. It's another black actress. It, Just, wait, no, it didn't. That's the role, man. It was Esther Roll. They and the line is they were white as butter. You're serious, right? Yeah. Now? No, Esther Roll. There was another young black actress that played Ving Rhames. 
No, but Esmeralda's in the movie. Okay. Yeah. And she says it, she was, describes people as white as butter, uh, which was a constant. Uh, here's what I will say about 12 Years a Slave. It is uh, great, and it is, it's like it's not uplifting in the slightest. It's just like a fucking horrible ordeal, and then it ends. It's a horrible ordeal. Brad Pitt frees him, kind of, which was kind of like, oh, did you free him, producer? Producer of the movie, uh. did you play the hero? Did this is not a spoiler because this is based on a true the story. Only redeeming white person in this movie—that's interesting. Uh, and um, and but it's like a long, long whippings and long, and there's a hanging at one point where he's hanging and he gets sort of free from the hanging, and then so then he's on his tiptoes. Is the only thing that's keeping him from not choking. Mm-hmm. They and they have him. They stay on it for probably five minutes, just him on his tiptoes. And they the way they do it is they just get it from like five different wide shots, and so you can just see like a white woman like looking at him and then just going and drinking some tea. The worst part was what I liked about the movie is it it focused on what being around that shit does to other slaves. That was the shit. It was like seeing other seeing. It, what one slave getting whipped or getting their ass beat would do to other slaves. And what it would do is they would just be ashamed and keep their head down and ignore it. Uh, yeah, rather felt, than speak out. I felt watching it like you st- it's so stark how horrifying and brutal everything was. You start – it's like it really puts into repose like first of all that everybody was in this system where it felt acceptable. And then you start going to yourself because I was raised in – the Bay Area with like liberal parents, and I've always like fancied myself a person that would have like you know, been Brad Pitt in this situation. I wouldn't have been able to. And then you kind of go like the whole of society was poisoned. Yeah, by this. it's like, and, like you, what do you? You can't. You can be like John uh, John Brown or something, but even that is like you to be against it would have meant your in, it would have taken your entire life. You couldn't just sign a petition. Uh, Rock Chris Rock said something interesting because we were talking about that and I was like I was like my parents are like eighty they did nothing about it and he said he goes most white people in terms of not slavery they weren't that old but in terms of like civil rights he goes most white people were Carmela Soprano where they yeah. knew what was happening but they didn't really do shit I just, about I it I tried to do a bit about that I it fucking, fucking made me crazy that he said Carmela Soprano he did it the next we had the conversation and then he did it the next night and I was like this motherfucker I tried to do something like that two years ago about how the clan the clan went out at night but the only reason they went out at night is because their wives didn't speak up all the wives had to do was stop fucking the clansmen and every time they come home and just guilt them you know I don't like it when you go out and chase niggers you promise you'd stay home on uh-huh. Wednesday Fucking white guilt. You cannot fucking get a joke through white guilt on stage. Yeah, well, it takes so. Yeah, no, when he said Carmelo Soprano, it didn't get a laugh. It It didn't? No, not really. He he said some other shit that was, like, tough on white people, but it was like, but that didn't get a laugh because it's so thinky and so clever. Well, that's true in general. Like, uh, in Germany in the 30s and 40s in Poland, 90% of the people weren't killing Jews. Right. 90% of the people were just sort of... Enjoying the spoils of war and kind of tasking. Well, you know what's funny? I read a Tenehishi Coates. You know that guy? He writes for the Atlantic Black Dude and he guest writes for. I want to have him on here. He'll be Black Dude number 67. Um, 
the uh, he did an article like a week ago about the in 1950 they did a poll of of Germans and said that it was like how do you feel about Jews and 50 percent of them were still against Jews. And it's like after World War, after Hitler's dead, get dead and gone, and they were still like, nah. Like, that takes another generation or so. You know, yeah. what's, what's funny though, now that you mention it, like, have there ever been any like really edgy slavery movies where a white person was like on some villain, like Brad Pitt? Of course, he's gonna take the softer role because he knows it's some heavy yeah. shit. But I'm trying to think, like. Nobody remembers who the slave master was in Roots. Like, I do. It, 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 it was Ed Asner. Because I, it was so, I remember, I watched it relatively recently. I was Seriously. like, Ed Asner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's America's was, Ed, Ed Asner. Asner. Well, I guess nobody was a name. Well, they'll Roots. remember now because Michael Fassbender is the evil slave master in this one. There's like, there's, there's three main white people. It's Benedict Cumberbatch who plays like a benevolent slave owner. And then there's but, And by benevolent, like at some point. Twitter, what's his name, says, Just who, by the way, has seen me kind of do medium at the oh, Laugh Factory. Okay. Did he uh, did those big old expressive eyes uh, well, show, no, it's show his pity you for you? You know what's you? great about that guy is he never doesn't look upset. He could be getting a blowjob and he'd just be like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> Twelve years I've been oh, through this. Oh, God. Um, but uh, but the, uh, oh, the, the, he's benevolent in that he, uh, what's his name, Chiwetel says, like, I'm a free man up north. And he goes, like, I can't worry about that. Right. It's crazy. Instead of, like, whipping the shit out of him, yeah. that's as good as white people were, where they were, like. That was almost more disturbing than the monster was the nice man who knew, he knew the whole time, like, this this dude is more than he appears to be because the guy was, like, you know, talking about the The other half of what you were saying was when you were saying, like, Klansmen couldn't go out at night because their wives were yeah, killed. Yeah, the wife just killed tripped. The guy in this, Cumber, uh, Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch? No, the mean guy. The mean oh, dude. Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. His wife, he was fucking one of the slaves, and his wife hated the slave and used to shit on her and throw shit at her and get her whipped and all that shit, it, which is like the opposite of what you were saying. Like, he knew she was fucking him, and therefore it was like extra. I came out of that movie yeah. going like, do you think that uh, white people in general are more sadistic than non-white people oh i would say definitely not i would say that everything always has to do with power situation yeah power and money and where you're at like you know i mean the, everybody if you put them in a position because like you know the spanish decimated the yeah i guess they're white too i mean i just think mm. that like you know the mongols and my yeah the yeah, mongols no, yeah, i was watching a shit. thing today on pbs that henry uh uh henry lewis gates the it's called the the african-americans if you watched it no They've, there's been two parts. It's great. But the first one, it was just about, there was slave, there was African slavery before Yeah, black and black slavery, yeah. Yeah. Like for white people even yeah. at the coast. And know? it was just tribal and all that shit. I think that it is true. That but people, what white people, I'm sorry, what white people did do is they supercharged it. Basically, I was watching it going like, oh, they use like MBAs to like just make it streamlined and like super organized. Well, it's and all because that they, had, they had the uh, Essentially, you know, white people stole slavery from us. Uh, yeah, that's ours too. Hip hop, you know what I yeah. mean. The blues, did the slavery, slavery shit first. jazz, and slavery. I mean, <laughs> it'll and you know what, brother? It'll never be as good as it was when it was just Africans. It'll I never know, be no. that pure again. 
<laughs> but I, what I do think is that power Cross does over mainstream slavery. turn you into a st- <laughs> more sadistic than a person without power. And in fact, I just read this scientific study, which is super controversial, right? But they just published the results right now, which is that people in higher uh, status situations who, who have more money, they did these like moral games with these people, and the people with more money. Left wing, right wing, there was no through line other than they had more money than the poor people that were being polled, were more likely to lie in these tests, were more likely to manipulate uh, a situation. There's a, there would be like a scientific test that if you got this right, you would get a certain amount of money, a menial amount of money. And these are rich people. They would lie more than the poor people in order to get the money. Just yeah, it was in the New York Times, right? Yeah. And, uh, luxury cars are more, much more likely to go through a stop, uh, a crosswalk than a, a, a non-luxury car. Beaters. So there's something <laughs> the matter with people. No, it's entitlement. That, I didn't even click on it. There was a link today that said rape isn't about power. It's about entitlement. Or it was not about something. It's about entitlement. It's just feeling like, fucking, I deserve this. Uh, there was a great study, and not the least bit heavy, um, that they did a who responds to breast size do you guys want to guess who who uh, likes big breasts the who most? Who likes big breasts? Because the 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 like the the evolutionary thing is like, oh, we need big. I used to do a joke about it. It's like it's so dumb that we still want big breasts because it's basically like she will feed my baby like but during butt, cold winter. Big butt is she will be able to bear my baby. It's all just, yes. We're all just hips. Fucking. Uh, so the test. Uh, who? I'm gonna guess white people like big breasts the best. No. Go ahead, Roy. You want it wasn't. It was based. It was class, and it was uh, hunger, physical hunger. Wait, hungry people. They they went hungry or full people, poor rich people. Who wanted big breasts the worst? Poor. You want them big titties. That is correct. Poor Poor people want it. Poor hungry people favored big titties. I guess that makes sense. Like, yeah, oh, she, was like, she can make milk. She can make cheese. Yeah, I'll never she can have do to a leave the house again. Shit. We'll make yeah. we'll make human ice cream. Yeah, she keep me warm. Oh yeah, I could wrap those things around my ears. And my I, head. Yeah. <laughs> just, I need a chick to just live with, please. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck websites do y'all go to? Because I'm sitting up reading about Chris Brown. Uh, I you well, know no, that study was that's actually a great. Fucking that, that study was, was put Times. out by Chris Brown. <laughs> Right before he that assaulted was, someone. Oh, but you know what I was thinking about Chris Brown? Is he that fucking talented? They can't find... You know who must go crazy <laughs> watching him R&B, get away with... Yeah. All the all other the R&B, R&B stars. <laughs> like, what does this motherfucker have to do for me to get a fucking single plate on the radio? Neo is behind him just like yeah, dancing Yeah, Neo's like, this motherfucker, do you not see this? You gotta punch more people then. <laughs> yeah, it's like Neo must be like, how <laughs> shitty am I that this guy's literally a fucking wife-beating, a girlfriend, a woman-beating criminal, and I still can't get my shit played. I mean, that's, that's probably why fun. part of it, right? That is Isn't part of it, Part yeah. of it that everybody's like... Uh, yeah, he's in the paper. Enjoying Radio's the meltdown. fucked anyway, man. I feel sorry for any music artist. Go there. ahead. I, I, I meet, like, any new artist. Like, I still do some stuff for an R&B station in Atlanta now. Since all that Birmingham. Atlanta? Yeah, well, you know, since we were last year at Birmingham, that whole yeah. shit blew up. Um, it's there. There was a time, I think, twenty years ago. Eighty. There were eighty different companies that owned all the radio stations. I know the exact number is off, but now, right. now five nine, companies, yeah. five companies own almost ninety percent of the market. 
and they implement a fixed playlist that goes out to all of the cities. So if you're a new artist, you have to, it's not enough to just get played in Kansas city and get spins there. You have to fucking do, it has to be some universal shit that's accepted elsewhere. Radio used to break records, but now radio just plays records that were already broken. Yeah. The internet breaks them now, which is somewhat more democratic, but no, it's actually more, way more democratic, but it's still like dudes, you know, it's like I speaking of music, I went and saw the Yeezus show. Oh, in L.A.? Yeah. Oh, how is it? I got Jay-Z tickets for December in Atlanta. Um, I went to see Yeezus. The yeah. Did he rant? Show. Did, did he rant? He did, a, he, he, did, he did a something of a rant, not, nothing significant. Um, he, it's the same problem that I always have with live hip-hop shows. The fucking sound stunk. Mm. Kendrick Lamar went on before him. The sound stunk then kanye went on and you know it's a guy whose whole thing chaos. it's just loud it's first of all arenas are not good for music they're just it's like a concrete box and and then i was talking to a buddy of mine who used to be a manager for, of musicians or is a manager of musicians and he was saying he was telling me all the ways kanye skimped on speakers he had there's a mountain the stage is partially a mountain <laughs> uh, like a like a ramp, like ramping like a, down. No, like, like a, a mountain. Like a mountain. No, it's like a fucking you like can climb ag- up on it. Like the some... aggro crag from Nickelodeon. That's what it looks like. It looks like a like a <laughs> like a, I like don't some know zoo exhibit type. Yeah, climb exactly. Up shit. Uh, that again, that was Roy. He said compared Kanye to an animal. I said um, zoo exhibit. Um. Uh. So there. All right. So mountain, and then there's like <laughs> three ramps going up the mountain. Uh, like it just goes up, uh, it goes like up, a Donkey left. Kong, yeah, board. like yeah. a Donkey Kong like board. The Hill of Olives. Uh, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> sure, that's what it Hill is. Of um, it must. I'm serious. He's like recreating some Jesus myth in his own. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was like Mount Sinai. Or I mean, yeah. for all he knows. And then at one point it splits. But the problem is the mountain. You can't. So all the speakers are behind the mountain. Uh, oh, you don't want to put your speakers behind the mountain. No, and and uh, also he wears a mask the entire time. The whole concert? Yeah, he wears several different masks. Um, I'm okay with that. No, it's fine because you don't. It's like, what do I care? I can't. I was far away. I couldn't see him, and there's no monitor, so I was like, I don't give a shit. Um, and uh, and then you know who who he takes the mask off for? Jesus. That is correct. Jesus uh-huh. comes out. Wait, you were at the show where Jesus came out and he bowed down. He comes Jesus out every show. Out every show. It ain't just point. every once so in a while. With he's on tour with Jesus. And is it Jesus from the comedy store? The guy <laughs> no, I know. Around? What's fucked up is it's not him. <laughs> that sucks for that guy. He's a more convincing that, Jesus. Again, that's he's like been the fucking same. getting ready for this role for yeah, 20 years for no reason. He's the Neo of the Jesus on tour. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it was, so the sound stunk, but it was a, and he does like, he has a lot of hits. How long was the set? Two something. That's good. I yeah. saw Jesus in a coffee shop on Sunset at that coffee bean. Yeah. yeah. There's this guy who's like a street performer, you know, who dresses up as Jesus. It's not pictures. a street performer. It's there, it's to call it a street performer is to being too generous. There are yeah. people in L.A. who dress up like superheroes. Right. And go to Hollywood Boulevard and people get their picture taken so, with them. And then you're supposed to give them money. But this woman. Those cats are crazy. Yeah. I'll tell this you a guy, story. Have you not met Jesus yet? No. He's hanging around the comedy about store. The Hulk, but the G- Jesus was just sitting there having like a, you know, a, a cappuccino or whatever, trying to perk up a little bit to go heal some other people. And this woman walked over to him and sat down. And, and I looked over. I was just working on my computer. She was like having this very intense conversation with him. Like she was like. But she was really talking to she Jesus. She was trying to get advice and stuff. It's like this is a, ho- a homeless person. 
This is not the homo- your, your Lord. The Jesus? Yeah. You know, how, you know how deep I am in at the comedy store? I know his fucking real name. <laughs> <laughs> fucking name's Kevin. <laughs> hey, that's Kevin. No, AKA literally, Jesus. I say, what's up, Kevin? And he goes, hi, Neil. Uh, he's, a, no, he's a normal guy. He is a normal guy. He's yeah. not homo. So, Hollywood's weird. Dude. What's your story about the Hulk? So this is... Um, is it chasing Superman? Is it? Yeah, and, uh, there's a documentary about these people. So one of these people, Confessions of a Superhero. Thank you. Great documentary. So there's a guy in there that plays the Hulk, and he ended up being an extra on our show somehow. I don't know. Our show being Sullivan. Yeah, Sun, Sullivan's which, Son, which uh, Roy is a cast member, which we haven't even spoken about. It's how Sullivan. gangster we are. That's what we do, man. We just roll. So he ends up being an extra on the show one day. And I mean, he's on set, like in his like off air, cl- like like they give you wardrobe to wear on set. He's just playing background at the bar, hang out, right. black dude shooting pool. And each each page, like there was every couple pages, it was a different day in the script. So he had to keep changing clothes. And he would just split out of them, and they would turn purple. <laughs> <laughs> so he put on the wrong outfit. He put on an outfit for day three, and we were shooting a scene for day two. I already love what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I already love it. So he's in the wrong outfit, and another one of the black extras tries to go in. Joe, his name is Joe. She goes, Do they separate them out like that? <laughs> black extras and white extras? No, but you know how black people just congregate. <laughs> you know how they are. And she goes, they all go to the same podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, baby, I think you're in the wrong shirt. This me right here. This is what I'm wearing. <laughs> So one of the fucking directors, continuity people, catches it. And so the wardrobe, and the wardrobe girl is like 22, just a little meek, soft-spoken. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, uh, I think you're in the wrong. Uh, don't talk to me like that, bitch. You don't know who I am. Come on. I'm Joe, motherfucker. Bitch, I'm the Hulk. Escorted off the lot. Whoa, that's like a quick trigger. Just, like, just, I knew that was going to happen. You shouldn't I'm tired make of, that guy angry, I'm though. Tired of y'all t- because you don't know what will happen. You yeah. do not you know. Put on this shirt. No, say you take know what's going to You won't like him. You won't like <laughs> that's him. Right. When you that's talk right. That's right. Don't talk to Joe that way. Right. I'm Joe, baby. I'm Joe. That is crazy. Gone. Gone. Couldn't and make it, it as an extra. I don't know how he got on the show, but I know for what he was making on the sidewalk, he was making more just sitting on a TV set all day. And, like, how do you fuck that up? Like, how do you just Because keep... it's, what do you make on set? A hundred bucks? Eighty yeah. bucks? hundred bucks? hundred, yeah, hundred it's bucks. Hard to, it's hard to make a hundred bucks. Just from donations? It would take a, I mean, that's not one of those, like, that's, it's not like a homeless thing. Where, it, like, a lot of people. No, yeah, they have, money. Mo- they have a place to stay. Or right. Whatever. But I'm saying I'd, I'd give money to a homeless person way before I'd give it to fucking Joe. Yeah, but there's a constant stream of people that are taking those pictures on Hollywood Boulevard. But they don't all give them money. Yeah, That's that, the thing. They, I don't think that. I didn't know you were supposed to give them money. Although they, they get do, pissed if you do selfies. Like, if you try to do a selfie with them in the background, yeah. they freak out. Um, yeah. He, that he is, fucking went Hulk on them. That is. He literally went don't Hulk tell on Hulk. what shirt to wear. Oh, um, maybe. Uh, Con- apparently, Kanye gave a speech after the concert. That you mean you left and he stuck around? I know. Climbed the, up he, the mountain in his dressing room. Okay. I did not go, um, but I heard that he gave a speech, and he it was a, maybe thirty, forty people in the room, and he and he apparently said, "There's some good ass pussy in this room." Oh man. <laughs> He would know that guy is a genius. There's no other way to say it. He is. He is a genius. You already said about um, 
Kardashian and Michelle Obama. Mm. He said um, Karda- Kim Kardashian is more influential than Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has a case. It's not worth saying, but he has a case. Well, he was talking about Instagram and like if Michelle Obama posted a posted picture. Posted a bikini picture of herself. Well, of course. Like, She's yeah. a 50 year old black woman. Like it's. Yeah. How are you rating influence on Instagram likes or yeah. yes. setting an example for people <laughs> yeah, in the for, future? For changing the, the white people's opinion about black women forever? No, I'd he, say, you know what? I've thought about it. He has no case. <laughs> he is a he is in the middle of a manic episode. I agree. That's all there is to it. There's something the matter with his brain chemistry right now, and we're all watching it and like, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but he's a crazy person. There's some good ass pussy in that room. It is some good ass pussy. You ever think that day will come for you? Was that that I'll be in a room well, saying crazy. there's some no, good ass? Just well, that too. No, my crazy is just depression. <laughs> What about so you? So it's not like, nah, not like that. I, I think I think my crazy, and I'm I'm drifting into it now. Okay. <laughs> All um, right. Good. Go ahead and okay, talk to the Roy. Blunt honesty and talking to people any kind of way, and not on some disrespectful shit, but just on some this is what it is. Right. And I'm just like like, and that goes back to the whole girl experience and dealing with all these chicks and. Getting cussed out and cried. Okay, so if I don't tell people the truth, then uh, okay, well then I'll show you motherfuckers. So everybody gets the fucking truth, and I don't have time to figure out what your proper reception method is, so that I don't piss you off. And I don't mean any harm, but I had a meeting um, with these people that are, you know, tied into YouTube, some YouTube channel. Do you want to create viral content for us? And when you go into these meetings with these people, you're supposed to. For years, I was just happy to be there. And, right. Oh, please, sir. Uh, yeah. What is it? You, I went into the meeting. I was like, yo, these ideas I have, I see what you did. I started asking them questions. I said the meeting. I was like, who the fuck are you? How are yeah. you qualified to do this shit? Because I'm not going to sit there and bust my ass and then this shit sucks because you're a fuck. Yeah. So the whole meeting was on a different plane. And I don't even think I left them with a good impression. But I don't give a fuck. And yeah, I think. So what? I mean, and I don't know if that's part, crazy or an awakening that I'm finally having at this point in my career. I'm 15 years in, man. I don't have time to waste no time no more. It's like that Bill Burr bit, you know, about staying single too long. It's like you don't want to stay single too long because, like, if you're young and single, you go, I should go over to that chick right there and I should go say this. And then your brain will be like, don't say that. That's crazy. That's a crazy <laughs> yeah. thing to say. But then you stay single too long and then your brain's just like, you know what? Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Go yeah. and say it. And you just start saying the yeah. craziest yeah, shit. Man. Uh, yeah. There's, there's some weird career mortality shift that's happened to me. And yeah, and I don't, I wouldn't know how to advise because I've been on the right side of it and the wrong side of it. I've been on like the, the fuck do I care? And I, and I, for the most part, I'm still on that, but it's, it's definitely like, yeah, it's like, well, I care, but I don't give a fuck if this doesn't work. If this, that. It's not going to be the end of me. It's not going to be the end of you. And I'm aware of that. And I think when you put that in the atmosphere up front, I don't completely know if that's a good thing. But as opposed to the alternative of what I've been for the past decade and a half, it's just, hey, how you doing? <laughs> but it's the same approach. I told a chick. Um, don't say a time. Don't say, don't say a time. It'll fuck you we, up again. No. You're get in trouble again. <laughs> no, Keep it vague. I can't get in trouble. You're no already more. getting in trouble for this white girl thing. Go ahead, though, Roy. <laughs> I told a chick a couple of weeks ago. I go, look, here's how I feel about you in a business sense. Here's how I feel about you in a um, 
in a personal sense. She's a prostitute. <laughs> Do with it what you want. But that's what it is. So there's no more How'd confusion. There's no business thumbs up to be determined in a personal sense. Basically, but I take that as a no or disinterest. You know, I, right. I, I'm also, because if I'm a cake guy, the cakes chicks, which I'll, I'll for the most part co-sign on. There is a, there is an air of courtship in me, even when it yeah, don't want to be man. with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's something like, let's go watch. You got to get on some bay shit, homie. I'm kind of with you. You got to get on some bay shit, homie. You know, you just sit back shit. and wait. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you're that kind of guy, you're also the kind of guy when chicks reject you. It's usually not linear. It's some roundabout, deflective. Faith to black. If I don't say anything, hopefully he won't bring it up again. Type of shit, and I'm figuring that's what it is with her. But you know, it, it's it's whatever. It, it's it's just I'm looking now, man. My is dying. My is quitting comedy. Like this is the first time in my career where I go, oh fuck! Everybody doesn't get to fucking do everything. Fuck! Yeah. I should take advantage of this. I should yeah. get focused, and that's where. That's the place I'm operating from in a private and professional capacity now because, you know, it's catchy it, and, it, and it hurts, man. You see motherfuckers you started with, and I don't know how it was in New York or I imagine in the Bay it's probably similar because it's a tighter, you know, the right. South is a close-knit comedy. It's only like four comics per city. So you fuck, I mean, it's back then at least, but it's more now. But you go from city to city, you see these guys, you know all these guys. Yeah. And you go – Whatever happened to so and so? Oh, he fucking works at a Tyson fucking chicken. What? Yeah. Well, what's pathetic about it is what? that comedy requires you to push so many of your life's chips in, and then if you go bust, you don't have anything left to play with. So you're now forty years old, and you're fucking fifty. You haven't done shit with your life except chase a dream that you were never going to be able to catch. And now, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, it's it goes that thing we were talking to Aries about. Right. Where it's like, how talented are you? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because at a certain point, you're like, I'm infinitely talented. Right. When you're 20, you're like, I'm fucking infinitely talented. I can fucking do anything. And uh, then you and, get a little And then older. you're like, oh, okay. All right. Like, nope. Perfect example of that. Something is pushing me to write more. I uh-huh. don't know what it is. I don't. That's not what the goal was when I started. Right. I still stand beside a lot of my stand-up. I think there's Your some marketing. There's some marketing things that I could do better. There's funny is like third on the list when it comes yeah. to stuff. But I know I'm. I know I'm tired of spending five. Speaking of things, I texted you. What else did I text you? I said I'm in Charlotte for five straight days. This is not what I want to do. Right. This is oh, not yeah, where. Like. God bless anybody that's on that path, but th- there's more. There's want more beyond that. So, for beyond me, show business too. Yeah, well, I got to get that shit together too, Moshe. And you, you've just start looking at. All right, I started out as a stand-up. I mean, the, the linear dream. You do Letterman, and you get a fucking show. The next, you get a sitcom. All right, well, I did Letterman, and I got three hundred dollars travel from every club <laughs> <laughs> like that was the bump up from letterman so and i got in touch with you you def did def, 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 def jam def jam oh it was def jam yeah def i literally jam. like saw roy on youtube or something i was like this fucking guy is good and i like contacted his manager 
Really? Yeah. To say what? Maybe That's the guy. How, that was it. Then I was like, that. Uh, who is this? I didn't know who he was. Awesome. I was like, I would work with this dude. I changed my mind uh, pretty quickly. To this day. Well, now you're just a son of a bitch to Neil. To this day, that's why anytime I see some comic I like, I send him an email. Not that I'm fucking Neil Brennan. but No, just no, no. I'm not Neil, but I always. You're not Neil Brennan either, are I you? Know. No. He's not even Neil Brennan anymore. <laughs> you know who's most likely to be Neil Brennan is me. I have a potential to become Neil Brennan. Uh, no, I always try to tell people about it. Patrice called me up. Patrice is the only person who ever called me up and said it was, that uh, well, I was funny. You, ever. That's a nice thing. That's it's a, nice a great thing. humane thing to do. As a com- like, it's just as a coworker, just go, "Hey, I thought that was a funny fucking set. I like yeah. what you did, and, and I don't mean anything. I'm not trying to be on your dick. It's just, no, hey, man, just like, I you're think you're funny. funny. That, I don't know like, if we can work it. I don't know. Gonna feel good for two and a half days. Yeah, damn right it did. Whether you're whether it comes from a Neil Brennan. Or a motion cat, or just a, a lowly motion cat. Uh, you know, it yeah. all feels yeah. good in the end. Whether it comes from a guy who owns a vegan restaurant, it was that shit. And Aisha Tyler, Aisha Tyler, fucking, and I, reflecting now, for her to reply, I sent this motherfucker like a eight paragraph. It, I was at the Leslie Kahn. We went to the same acting. To, I saw her picture in the hall. The acting class. Oh, and you wrote an eight page letter. I saw your headshot, and I'm a huge fan of what you did in that headshot. I have to say that your face is very pleasant to me. Miss Tyler, what's it like to transition as a black, 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 just fucking flailing in the wind? And she fucking replied and gave me some good ass advice, and she didn't fucking have to fucking reply. Oh, that's nice. And that shit, like, those two things always stood out, man. But, like, bottom line is this. Like, I'll go wherever the impulses take me. It's not about fighting. What well, ain't what I want to do? I want to be. No, you know what? If there's right opportunities to present themselves, it's going to lead to something else. Everything I've done just led to something else. So there was no. I've never had a plan beyond two years at this shit. And also, know? people have weird careers. It's like, For sure. And you, when you think it's over, it's not. When you think it's happening, when you it's think it's not. great, it's over. Yeah. Steve Martin said your career is over for three years before you realize it. Right. Which is chilling and <laughs> and fucking hilarious. Uh, the uh, yeah, no, there is something about yeah, like writing or what. It's like I don't fucking know. And then go someone watch call a you on a jam DVD, man. Just go watch one of these old fucking DVDs. And oh, tell yeah. me how many of those guys, if you went to their website right now, they would have a date this year yeah. where they're performing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was thinking about this. This shit's scary. Dude. I was talking yeah. to Natasha about this, like your lady, your lady love, my 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 young lady, and I was talking, and I was talking uh, about like we're all chasing after this fame immortality thing, and the most famous of us. Who do you think is the most famous person we know? Like maybe okay, Chappelle. Let's say. Right. You, do you know Chappelle, Neil? Uh, I'm, I love I love his show. Go it's ahead. It's hard for me to imagine that Dave Chappelle will be known in a hundred years. That's the best of this generation. The biggest comedian of this whole generation probably won't. No one will know. Probably he'll be like a footnote in a hundred years. Like, oh, and uh, famed. Wait, but I don't think anyone's doing it for the hundred year thing. No, but people are doing it for some sort of modicum of like immortality. If what I'm saying is like that's my name will ring out. No, I had. Did I tell? I think I said on here, Questlove was saying that he just wants people to remember him forever, and I said. After he's dead, and I go, Amir. So you're saying that even in death, you're going to be insecure? 
<laughs> well, that's exactly the yeah, point. Yeah, it's like, you know, motherfucker, who's talking about me? You're dead, motherfucker. Either you're in the dirt, which you're going to be, or you're in heaven, which whatever. So it's either going to be paradise or nothing, or you're dust. Well, Amir will go to hell. With I think each we know generation. Amir, we're just kidding. We know you're listening. Yeah, come on. You'd be a great DJ in heaven, though. But with each generation you get further away, that, like, let's go back to Genghis Khan. Who the fuck else was kicking it in his camp? No one, no. But if it was on the Genghis after, Khan label, yeah. Who, who else was who his else general? Was his right hand? Who's his Silk the Shocker? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who are these other people on his label? I'm sure they were well known then, right? Totally. And as you got further and further away, Genghis Khan was the only. It just pulls right, down. but it's well, also like what good? So it's like you look at. I think about it the where I was somewhere. I was with Chappelle. On Saturday or Sunday or something, he was getting his car washed. I got a haircut. We went and walked around. It's a fucking nightmare to be him. (laughs) Right. So that's the other thing. You ruin your current life in the hopes of some (laughs) sort of abstracted, like, what? Future? Who knows? It's so weird. Everyone's got to fucking take a picture of you. And the amount of inane shit people say, just fucking... Because they're all uncomfortable. They're all, they're uncomfortable, and they want a picture, and they don't know how to say it, so then they just end up blathering. It's not even their fault. Right, and every one, nervous, them, every one of them says they're not the... Oh, I'm not, I'm that, not guy, that guy. But you're all Why'd that you go guy? to Africa? Has anyone asked you that before? Just, it's like... And it's, the, it's verbatim all day. It's right. fucking the same. It's like Groundhog Day. And then I'm, I'm doing this, and I'm like, what? And I'm trying to get there. You know what I mean? I like, I man, I wish my life was this fucked up. Right. There are parts about it that are great. Like, there's parts about yeah, it. There's like, a lot of money, but and also access to do literally whatever you want yeah. creatively, which is a big fucking thing. At the you know? end of the day, the only people that are remembered are the people that saved a bunch of motherfuckers or killed a bunch of motherfuckers. Those right. are generally it's the like And Jesus, Mark Twain. It's like Jesus. <laughs> right. It's like Jesus Christ and <laughs> That's Gandhi. It. And Hitler, you know what I mean? Genghis, yeah. Alexander like, the Great. Think about Genghis Khan. Like he is a person that and perpetuated, who perpetuated a crime so horrible, probably four or five times as awful as the Holocaust. And now he's sort of like, kind of like a, he's a Mongolian buffet in, yeah. in, yeah. in you know what I mean? In, in a hundred, in two hundred years, the Holocaust <laughs> will be like, plaza. yeah, and slavery and the Holocaust in, in like. 500 years people just go oh and then there was a some sort of minor blip back in the americas where they yeah. they enslaved people exactly. ha, 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 moving on in 400 like, yeah. years there'll be a hitler let me get a, can i get a large hitler <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> this burger is hitler i don't like it at all hitler chicken yeah. at panda express uh <laughs> yeah no your bill burr does a joke about like the stalin and name so hitler horrible and, they retire him yeah. uh yeah but but yeah it's like what is the point and it's all because our we didn't probably have very good parents that we would want that in yeah, the first place. Yeah, that we would want a, some some sort of like fill it, fill the hole with constant blathering about. And everyone called, you know what drove me crazy about Dave Chappelle the other day? Everyone calling him by both names. Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. Dave uh-huh. Chappelle. Dave, and it was just like, just fuck it up. It made me insane. Um, yeah, right. It's yeah. just so too. gross. It's just weird. It's crazy. And there's no really good way to do it because like I've toured with Aziz a bunch and it's like that too. It's like, just like, he doesn't take pictures, 
And so he is just like, no, 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 no pictures, no pictures. So then people are like, ugh, all day long. Ugh, look, so ugh, he's just ugh. shitting on or, his fans one at a time. Or you could be like, okay, I'll take a picture. And then literally yeah. your whole day is like and, one and you're person spending a picture, an hour a and day. And then people start streaming yeah. towards you like, picture time, picture time. It's, like oh, just streaming it's pick your poison. Yeah. And, of course, then it's me like every, so he's every like way. 700th person will recognize a thousandth person will recognize yeah. me and be like, well, you get, what about you? I'll be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Come on to. over. Do you get the people who talk with you for a little while and you think you're just talking to a stranger, just two strangers? And they go, hey, by the way. Yeah, and say, like, oh, oh yeah. fuck, you know who I was the whole time. It's like, yeah. like, I like that. Like, that's cool, but I, did I don't that, get it. I did that to Spike But here's Jones. the thing is you can always to, tell. I did that to Spike Jones at a barbecue. I, like, hung out for a long – and he was a cool guy. It felt like a real interaction, but we were hanging out and for – hours hanging out chatting and at the end i was like leaving and i i said something like yeah uh you you, you make films right i mean you make fi- like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i make films dude worst yeah, yeah. opener ever <laughs> it was a closer that was my closer did i oh, tell no, you wait, that no, we've been talking for you make films is that right are you uh is are you steven spielberg did i ever tell you about the time uh me and Chappelle met De Niro and Scorsese. No, you just this gotta is... act like that shit's normal, dude. No, it was at it was like the height of Chappelle show, whatever, and uh, and it was a Directors Guild thing, and Chappelle, whatever, it was a great. It was like one of those like great nights. Like all the SNL people were there, and Lauren got on, or Oprah was there, all these people, Mike Nichols. So uh, De Niro and Scorsese, we end up like in a me, Dave, De Niro, and Scorsese, and and De Niro. I'm sorry, Scorsese starts telling De Niro about a sketch that he saw, and it was like the player haters ball, which is such a fucking weird sketch anyway. How's that even in his head? Yeah, yeah and, and, uh, and Scorsese's like, so, uh, so Bob, I see the sketch, and it's about he's in a suit, and he says, da 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 what do I do? And, and, he's, and, and De Niro's like trying to play along. It's kind of confused. So then we all say, and I told De Niro, um, continued success. <laughs> He's like, thanks, kid. Yeah, like, thank you. It's like, uh, continued now success, you're, you're, Bob. You're a, you're a movie actor? Yeah. Is that right? You, you, so what do you do? You work in films, film. is that correct? What is that you do? You're uh, something of a raging bull, is that right? <laughs> yeah, so we're all pursuing fame. And then... Uh, see, but, I don't think I am anymore. I, I, now you're just trying to keep it real. Now you're trying to actually... You're, well, you're going the opposite way with it? Where you're like, you know what, fame? Fuck you. Come and get me. It's about... This sounds so... Lame and cliche. It's just about the work now, man. It's just about being funny, figuring out a way to work less and get more people. And wherever the people come, they come. And if that, if I get more writing opportunities, then fine. If I get a chance to produce my own shit and not like, I had a perfect example. Had a script I wrote and aged out. I've aged out. I'm too fucking fat now and even if i lost weight that's got gray hairs in my mustache so that means that for this idea to come to fruition someone else has to star in it five years ago i would have argued you down fuck you bitch that's yeah. my script you can't have it and i'm gonna start over my dead body like stallone with rocky yeah, exactly. mine 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 the mine. one time that worked yeah <laughs> but now i'm like Let's go find somebody. I want the, like I'm almost excited at the possibility of somebody else doing it. So right. the mindset has shifted, man. But that and is so, the, that is the right answer. The right answer is if you if you try to take away just ego, it's like your your brilliant point, Neil. Mm. Which is, I mean, Neil, you got a great point mm. here. Which Neil one? says, you know, people come to L.A. They go, I'm here to act, and then Neil's like, okay, cool. Here's a play. Go act. Like, 
Oh, uh, no, I meant, uh, uh, I meant something. To, you want to be famous? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. It's like, do you want to be, what's, would you want to act if it didn't lead to fame? Right. Because just say you want to, but you can't say, I want to be famous. Because every year I go up to Ashland, Oregon. I have a, I'm an old, my old AA sponsor lives up there and, uh, and he retired up there. So every year we go visit him and we go watch the, we go to the Oregon Shakespeare uh, Festival and we watch four nice. or five plays in a weekend. And it's this whole repertory theater. Of and sixty percent of them are fucking amazing. They're unbelievable, yeah. and they're acting. They're they're in a small town in Nashville. It's a, it's as high quality as you can get. Yeah. theater wise, it's not Broadway, and they're just up there year after year getting cast in plays. They not, had good parents. They had good parents, and they were doing <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're doing the work. And good parents. That's the problem with good parents. Feed themselves. Right. You will have bills. to stay local. You'll end up in Ashland. No, that's the thing. Is like with the. It's like all right. Let's say. Well, uh, but no. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go but, ahead. But this is it is important to note that among those local people that you've never heard of, there are definitely maybe 5% of them are people that character actors that you would recognize. The guy, you know the black dude from Night Court, you know the Marshall Warfield? No, Folks. dude, no. dude. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know there there are famous old character actors from right. Hollywood who clearly went, "I'm good. This is fucking retarded. I I, I yeah. just want to act." And they moved up there to go do that. You were saying? Uh, well, no, that's the thing of like how talented. It's like working with rock. You just go, oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> that's the <laughs> right, thing of like right. working with Chris Rock. You just kind of go like, it's kind. There's something about it that's fucking humiliating. Right. Even though he asked me to work with him, and even though you're very talented. Yeah, I'm very talented. But there's a thing where we'll have that conversation, and then he'll say Carmelo Soprano the next night. And you're like. I wasn't close to thinking that. Uh-huh. That's like Silk <laughs> the Shocker Kong. He's just yeah. like, it, it Silk is, the Shocker At a certain Kong. point, I just have to admit, I look at Khan, he can kill people yeah. on the steps of Asia yeah. much like, more effectively you, than What me. do you do? Yeah. Warren just, apparently had that realization where he was like, he was, Warren, Warren Michaels, Michaels said like, he used to, he used to do stand-up apparently, and he's like, you do enough stand-up shows with Richard Pryor. <laughs> And you kind of go, huh, what else can I do? On, <laughs> on the other hand, there are these people in stand-up, we all know them, who are perpetually and, and, and systemically unfunny and seemingly never phased by that fact. I mean, people that yeah. bomb, that only bomb. These people yeah. are people that have, bom- have not bombed a handful of times. Right, there, there's also the thing of like, I've seen Pat Oswald write, like, he's like, I'm never going to be as good as Richard Pryor, but I can have fun. And I can enjoy doing it. And make and money. Good. And make money, well. and I'm still very good. What is it about a per- I Do you know those people, you look at them, you go, what's your game plan here? They just don't. It's fear. It's fear of exploring what it is they're really right. better at. Or and that they're not, there's nothing. It's fear of mediocrity. To face not even that mediocrity. Reality. It's, it's right. like just, get, it's that thing of like, I'm going to. Keep trying, plugging away. It's the American dream, it's and it's like Tony Robbins, and like you made eight wrong turns. You yeah. know you're not going the right way anymore, but you refuse to U-turn. Yeah. Right. No, I and I don't mean mediocrity to say if you don't make it in showbiz, you're living a mediocre life. I'm saying in the warped perception of these people's minds, like a regular life means a mediocre life, and they can't have that. So they'd rather chase after a, a you know, they'd rather do an Irish pub every Thursday in Irvine, California. Right. You know, it's like this thing Natasha just told me about this Ringling, whether you know the Ringling Brothers circus, and there's the guy that is sweeping up the shit of the elephants. Have you heard this? He's sweeping up the elephant shit, and this person comes up and is like, "Why do you have this job? This is the worst. You should quit this job." He goes, "What? And leave show business?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a thing. Showbiz has this patina. That's what I hate about the Oscars. It's like you can dream, and it's like 
To, you know how fucking hot you have to be to get cast in a movie? <laughs> right, right. Do you know how fucking gorgeous... If you're a woman, you know how fucking gorgeous you have to be? We all have dreams. I had a dream, and it only took that dream and also yeah, unbelievable and un- genetic And also luck. looking like Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah. The most perfect fucking looking woman to two different races. Combining those two things. <laughs> only that. Yeah, it's like... A, a so then people go, the I'm like genetic. Halle Berry. It's like, no. It's like the thing about, like, get knocked down eight times, get up. And it's like, no, nah, every once in a while you need to stay down. Well, that's what yeah, you have to yeah, think that's about. Not for me. People like Willem Dafoe and Philip Seymour Hoffman and Kathy Bates. Like, how, how good were these people? That they're just like, or Forrest Whitaker, just like, no, I'm right. good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just no, I'm, nope. I really feel like yeah. I've got this. And people are like, eventually, like, it's like the guy with right. two, two, like the guy in the black dude in Forrest Whitaker's acting class who has two healthy eyes. <laughs> He's like, oh, He's I like got this It's <laughs> like the guy behind Chris Brown. He's like, why? No, I know. Well, I know what? someone that auditioned for SNL, and uh, they were on the elevator with somebody, and they go, "Who is this? This poor, small-eyed dude, Will Ferrell." Hilarious. Was the poor small-eyed dude that they were auditioning against. And you just go like, this fucking guy. It turns out he's one of the best ever. Yeah. It's just it's just the trick is to shift gears in terms of, all right, well, this is what I thought I wanted. No, I should just do this, this, and this. And whatever the fuck that goes is where it goes. I'm happy. I'm making. I'm doing well. It, yeah, it's the shame. It. Yeah. But to make sure that that switch doesn't flip in your head of you've quit or give up or You've set you different bitch, goals. Yeah, you, you failed. What? Because I, I ain't got no more goals. Uh, no, you still got goals. You're still working. It's, 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 this shit feels like when I got cut from baseball in college. And you couldn't tell me from three years old that I wasn't going to fucking play first base for the Chicago Cubs. I was yeah. going to get drafted. I was going to play two years in Iowa and minors. Right. Mark Grace was going to retire. Yeah. And I was going to fucking be the first baseman of the Cubs. And we yeah. were going to fucking win world championships. And I got to Florida A&M. And baseball tryouts was an hour and a half. They had two cuts. I got cut in the first 30 minutes. <laughs> Literally. I got cut yeah. in the first 30 minutes. And I'm walking back to the dorm. Yeah. Fuck, what's next in life? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, it's, there's no, there is no, there's no. Right. There's forward. no open there was, mic. For you to continue <laughs> your baseball fake dream. Yeah. Like, you know, thank God. What if they did that at open they mic? Do. <laughs> yeah. go, you know what? You didn't make it. Leave comedy. You're, yeah. you're out. It's not happening. <laughs> I believe that 90% of the people, they'd weed out 90% of the correct people. That must be Felipe. <laughs> uh, all, right. Is it? all right. Roy Wood. Uh, this is a good one. As usual, Roy Wood. Don't lie to me. No Roy Wood, thank you for his, coming uh, on. His, his grandmother dying, fake condolence cards this time. But it was good in a totally you different You know what? Way. We'll, have to sell, we'll have to save the dope boy story for next time. Oh, uh, did some shows for some dope boys. Oh, fantastic. And, oh, good times. Uh, all right, buddy. The S, God bless. The U, the P, the E, the R, the S, the H, the A, the R, the P, the S, the H, the O, the O, the T, the E, the R, the R. The S, the U, the P, the E, the R, the S, the H, the A, the R, the P, the S, the H, the O, the O, the T, the E, the R, Super Shark. The S, the U, the P, the E, the R, the S, the H, the A, the R, the P, the S, the H, the O, the O, the T, the E, the R, the S, the U, the P, the E, the R, the S. Now you're fucking with the champs. The 
Thank you. 